0: You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. Hello, everybody. My name is Zach. I'm Brandon, aka DJ Butt Monkey. <laughs> the guy next door just became the guy upstairs you're listening to nostalgia be damned the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the mid-2000s and we look at them objectively and try and see do they hold up this week we watched 2003's fantasy comedy bruce almighty is that what it is i guess so Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say comedy, but usually I like to add a few more descriptive. I would adjectives. have thought it was like just a romantic comedy or like I a family really Call it a family comedy or romantic comedy. I don't think it leans into either of those, but it's that I think that's the theme of this movie is it's just a little confusing. <laughs> a quick plot synopsis for those who don't know, a guy who complains about God too often is given almighty powers to teach him how difficult it is to run the world. Or just the city of Buffalo. (laughs) Or a portion of the city of Buffalo, New York. Yeah, Bruce Almighty, this is uh, your choice, Zach. Yep. Tell me a bit about why you chose it and what it meant to you. Bruce Almighty was a movie that I saw in theaters. I can't remember what... I I mean, I must have really liked it at the time. I don't remember why I wanted to go see it, but at the time I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, I rented it several times after it came out, and... I, you know, I knew it wasn't great, but I didn't think it was bad either. It had some laughs for me. I thought, you know, the concept of some sort of every man getting God powers was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just didn't watch it for years. Really? Okay. Yeah. This is, I think it's been a solid, gosh, maybe 10 years since I've seen this movie. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Been a I, long time. I watched, I was 12 when this came out. I saw it in theaters. Uh, again, big Jim Carrey fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got the DVD. I remember, so my dad, I think, finally switched over from VHS to DVDs. I think it was like 2002. I remember the first DVDs we ever bought were Black Hawk Down and Shallow Hal, because they both came What for whatever Fantastic. reason. And DVDs back then, dude, were fucking $30 a piece. Yeah, really expensive. They were extremely expensive. Yeah. Ridiculous. But those were the first two. And I remember Bruce Almighty was a DVD, one of the first DVDs we got. And yeah, I watched the fuck out of that thing for probably yeah. a good five years straight. I've seen this a few times on TV since. And I got the DVD, and then I upgraded to the Blu-ray. It was cheap. It was like 5 bucks. I was like, you know what? That's a comedy I'd, I'd yeah, consider always... revisiting. Yeah, I had in HD. It always <laughs> pops up on like TNT or yes. something, you know, something that, uh, or that TBS, you know, yeah, very or funny. TBS, very yeah. Something funny. that's not going to take up a lot of time. It's only like an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah. Not too long. Not too long. Yeah. Oh, oh goodness goodness my God. Gracious. But yeah, it was a movie I loved uh, growing up, and I, like I said, hadn't seen it fully in probably a couple years, but this was not a movie that I thought was terrible in the first place. No. I I had fond memories, and I I was wondering as... Kind of watching it critically anyway, how I'd perceive it. But for the most part, Jim Carrey movies I never watched with any sort of critical. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm well aware of <laughs> your love for Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey yeah, I bias. Gotcha. And again, yeah, if you don't like Jim Carrey, I think this is one of his. This and maybe Fun with Dick and Jane were his last, like I guess yes man too, but like his last. Like comedy powerhouse, like, you know, kind of modestly to big budgeted comedies where, you know, he's doing his his slapstick shtick and it's working. Well, so I've gone on record as saying that I'm uh, the biggest fan of Jim Carrey when he kind of tones it down. When he's doing Ace Ventura or The Mask, that's when I'm like, okay, it's too much. Love both of those. I know. (laughs) I'm well aware. But when he's doing a movie like this or, you know, The Truman Show... That's the Truman Show is amazing. So is Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, I'm also a fan of his dramatic stuff too. Yes, that when he mixes his you know comedic timing because he does have very good comedic timing. When he mixes that up with some of his more dramatic and heartfelt acting, I think he's at his best. Okay, yeah. So I'll agree. This was kind of up my right up my alley for Jim Carrey movies because you know he he does have a lot of genuine laughs in this movie mixed in with you know what a pretty good performance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll say for the most part. Uh, I was most excited also as a kid for Morgan Freeman as God. Like, oh, yeah. I remember when this movie first came out, there was like a teaser trailer and stuff. And I remember hearing about it when it was being made because this is, was right around the time I got into reading Entertainment Weekly. Cool. Dude, I hate up that shit. Yeah, cool. And it was just all about like, fuck you. Anyway... Just the, the, the concept of the movie itself is so intriguing, but you keep wondering, who can pull that off? Like, that's a hard job to play, is God. And, and this was and Morgan Freeman sells it, dude. This became one of his more famous roles, too. A yep. lot of people reference, like, oh, the voice of God is Morgan Freeman. Like, that's who it is. So, Bruce Almighty, uh, it's directed by Tom Shadiak, I think is how you pronounce his name. Maybe it's Shadiak, I don't know. But uh, this guy brought us Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Cool. Uh, the Nutty Professor. Cool. Liar, Liar. Cool. Patch Adams. Cool. Dra- Dragonfly. Do you remember that movie with Kevin Foster? No. Costner, dude? no <laughs> oh, I man. don't. Uh, Evan Almighty and the documentary I Am. He has not done a lot in recent years. Wow. Pretty specific. Uh, line of work too yes yes indeed i like ha- about half of that filmography um mm. but uh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say a quarter i enjoy of half of that evan almighty the best one <laughs> so i've never seen evan almighty which oh you didn't is that was sarcastic sequel, yeah, i've yeah, never let, seen this let me one. let me preface that that was sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> i've heard it's not it's good bad I I have heard bad, it's not bad, good bad it didn't movie. look good so yeah no. i just didn't bother seeing it this one's got a 6.7 on IMDb and 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Had an $81 million budget, made $242 million in the U.S. and $484 million worldwide. Was fifth at the box office of that year. And this is Jim Carrey's highest grossing movie, actually. That's insane. It is, considering his body of work. Yeah. And I'm- it's the fifth highest grossing comedy of all time behind Home Alone, Meet the Fockers, and Hangover 1 and 2. Jesus Christ. That I mean, you yeah. just wouldn't... I would never put this movie in in the same context with some of those other films. But I do remember them marketing the shit out of this movie. This was a big deal. Yeah. yeah big big release comedy. I, I wish I wish I had a little bit more awareness because I've said this before on the podcast, too. I grew up in Rochester, New York, which is just a, about an hour away from Buffalo. I, I can't even imagine what that place must've been like when they found out that this movie takes place in Buffalo. So is it actually shot in Buffalo or are those locations? I have no idea. Um, a lot of those locations looked accurate. I, I mean the, the skylines always Buffalo. Okay. Um, for sure. Uh, they, you know, they green screen Niagara, which (laughs) whatever (laughs) Um, it's gotta be expensive to shut down Niagara Falls for a day. (laughs) Yeah. But, But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, i'd be curious to go back and read that but it did look a lot like buffalo there's a lot of shots on the side of the canal which is kind of cool okay so i i don't know but it was just cool because there were a lot of references actually the station that he works at is a real station in buffalo channel 7 w k b w even the same call letters oh no shit yeah all right well uh a few behind the scenes tidbits here this film has been officially banned in egypt for sacrilegious content Okay. (laughs) Understood. (laughs) Fine. Surprised that's the only place it's banned. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, that is an interesting. It's a it's when do you get down to it, kind of a blasphemous film? <laughs> it is down absolutely outright blasphemous, <laughs> yes. Uh at one point, Jennifer Aniston, who of course stars in this movie, this was right at the fucking peak of her oh popularity, I believe, too. Right. I think this early was just 2000s. coming off of Friends. So right? well, so she was shooting this movie, Friends, I think the last season or right yeah. around there, okay. and along came Polly all at the same time. Holy crap. Busy goddamn woman. Yeah. Eva Mendez was originally cast as Susan Ortega. That makes way more sense. Uh, But had to be replaced due to scheduling conflicts. However, uh, the beautiful woman that they have as that role, I had an enormous crush on as a kid. She was the woman in Jag, dude. Remember Jag? My parents loved Jag. Yeah, of course. It's on my barbers all the time. Um, (laughs) Catherine Bell. That's the woman. Catherine Bell. She is gorgeous. Is she... And forgive my ignorance. This is going to make me sound racist. But is she Hispanic? I don't think so. Why would... (laughs) <laughs> okay. I because just like every, the, time, the yeah, every time. Ortega, she, yeah, yeah. Every time she nou- announces her name, she goes, My name's Catherine Ortega. <laughs> Ortega. So, uh, Morgan Freeman, of course, does play God. I think the only other actor they considered and originally offered the part to uh, was Jack Nicholson, but he turned it down. However, hey, both of those guys went on to star in The Bucket List. Oh, thank God. Great movie. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Mabes. Mabes. <laughs> <laughs> uh but so I can see him in this role, but it's not the same I like Morgan Freeman. I think Morgan Freeman is Morgan... a much better decision for yeah. this role. Because Mor- Jack Nicholson's too sarcastic and he'd be kind of too much of a, a kind of a prick. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? exactly. He'd be I mean he would just be like kind of like God would come off as a dick. Yeah, because he'd this. be he'd be like, I demand to throw cocaine on this whore's ass and snort it off. That's was one of his demands in the departed, by the way. Oh, I'm not surprised. In his trailer. Yeah, of <laughs> course. But, you know, Morgan Freeman definitely brings a little bit more sort of wisdom to the yes. role and sort of just a calm demeanor like, you know, I'm fucking with you, but I know what's best for yeah, you. Yeah, a chill charisma. Yeah, exactly. I think a good decision. This is a uh, winner of the People's Choice Award for Favorite Comedy and the Teen Choice Award for Choice Movie Actor. This should not be in Gary. a Teen's Choice Award. Yeah. <laughs> uh steven carell also makes kind of Stephen, not his film debut but but really like you know his uh i think this is his major point yeah yeah i mean movie he, was, appearance. he was famous at this point for his appearances on like the daily show yes but i think this is really kind of what propelled him to oh this guy's pretty funny he's hilarious this, this he's so funny he's in so movie. funny wish he was in it more I do too. I do and too. although, be careful what you wish for, because exactly. they did ex- take this exact same fucking character, make a spinoff, or I guess it's technically a sequel. It's a sequel, and yeah. it's a dreadful film. Is he the same character, like the same pricky yep. character, or Evan Baxter? Oh no, I know he's Evan Baxter, but it, does he have the same character attributes that he has in this movie? No, and that it was seems what like they real Dan in real life. Him, yeah, you know that, I mean? that was what was really confusing is that he's he's a completely different guy. Which you know, by the end of this movie, I guess he's kind of a different guy too. Because he's humbled sure. by the experience, but it is just kind of—I don't know—it it doesn't feel like it should be the same character. Is he still an anchor? I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Let's pop it in. He—I mean—he gives <laughs> up yeah, at one point. He does give up everything to be Moses or Noah. That's right. Excuse yes. me. Not oh, yeah. yeah he gives up thing. everything. Does to Does the Noah? world end in that movie? Yes. Jesus. He like. <laughs> like everyone dies? I don't think everyone dies. I think there's just oh, like they work, a work they wear out of that one. I can't remember, dude. It, it was a bad movie. It didn't make a lot of sense. It was really just like, hey, let's get the funniest part of Bruce Almighty and Morgan Freeman as God. I think it was more like they couldn't get Bruce, uh, Jim Carrey, to come back for a sequel. Is and that like, what do you how, think? How, that must I have know. been what was it? Like they wanted a sequel and he didn't come back. He was doing something or just how would didn't you want make a sequel back. out of this? There's though. so many ways they could make a sequel. I don't know, dude. He, ah. he, it's just him doing the Noah thing, I you don't know. You know what it's really not worth finding out because it was a bad movie <sighs> let's move on let's let's <laughs> let's d- start it off yeah dude. let's dig in so uh bruce nolan this is jim carrey he play. he's he's a television reporter but he's in uh, he desperately wants to become an anchor yeah he's doing a lot of like features a lot of fluffy news that's yeah. you know he starts off at this like uh this bakery in what downtown buffalo I yeah guess. He's, they're he's trying, trying to downtown bakery the, break the record for the biggest cookie yeah and there are a bunch of like Polish immigrants. Yeah, I the Kowalskis. Yeah. But he, he delivers his famous line after. the. And is this the one he does? He create this line. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Is that from this story or is that? Yes, his it's running. From, OK, no, I believe it's from this specific story because he laments after he's done filming it. Well, he's back at his apartment with Jennifer Aniston about how it was a dumb line and he shouldn't have done it. Yeah, by the way, his story is pretty solid, his whole, like, and he treats it like it's terrible. I mean, he wrote it really well, it was kind of cool, it was interesting, and they, uh, you know, he hates it. Yeah, and that's, the, the hardest thing to swallow, I guess, in this movie is... The character of Bruce Nolan himself. Oh, my he's, God. He's, he's a whiny dick. He's the worst. He's, I mean, even by the end of this movie, I'm like, I really don't like him. I think he's a dick the whole time. He's unlikable. Well, yeah, what saves him is, and we'll get to it eventually, but his cathartic moment, you know, his, yes. his come-to-Jesus yes, moment. Yes, he does have a come-to-Jesus moment. I think it's almost worthy, and, and and it kind of saves his character, I guess. But, but, but for the long stretch of this movie, he really is just kind of just... Constantly, like, oh, woe is me! I'm everyone's picking on me. Yeah, he's he's pissy because he's he can't get serious stories. There's an anchor position opening up at his station, and he thinks that Evan Baxter, played by Stevan Corral, <laughs> uh, is gonna get it. And so he's just like, eh, God hates me. Yeah. I hate everything. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's like, Can you please just help me with this photo album, please, yeah. please? That's all I want. And she's gorgeous. Oh, my God. she have got a nice apartment in fucking New York City. Jennifer Aniston tells you to pick out photos of you two having fun to put in a book. You pick out photos of you having fun and put them in a book. Do it. Do it. Although this is right on the cusp of, you know, technology really taking over. So there's still stuff like beepers and no one has smartphones. So, you know, photo albums are still relevant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But he's, and it's not even like just his job, too. He's complaining about everything in yeah. his life. He hates that the Buffalo Sabres can't win a game. He hates. you relate his, to that? I do. I do relate to that a lot. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he seems to be struck by a, a string of bad luck, yeah. constant bad luck. Yeah. His dog keeps pissing on the furniture. Exactly. So he goes to work, and they're in the middle of sweeps week or something like that. He's stuff, stuck in traffic. You know, it's it'd be a perfect, like, Evan is having a bad day. Or not, Evan? Oh my God, Bruce! Bruce, I got confused with the other best movie. in the God, <laughs> come on, dude! <laughs> e- Bruce a- Almighty is beautiful. having a bad day. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck in traffic. He gets to work late. They tell him immediately, like, "Hey, your cookie story was great, but we're gonna go with like some mayor scandal or mayor something. scandal for sweeps. It's for sweeps, sweeps. week." It sweeps is a month but well, <laughs> whatever here it's a week. there's a lot of holes to be poked in this film <laughs> uh and this is this is right after we he, they keep building up jennifer anderson's character her name is grace mm-hmm. she seems like a really sweet goddamn girlfriend she works at a daycare she's incredibly supportive yes. She's charitable she prays to god a lot yep she gives him uh these prayer beads that she says were made by her kids that'll come back in later on in the movie Sure. well but yeah so he uh gets a taste from his boss that you know what he they're gonna let him go live during sweeps it's this piece at what niagara falls yeah it's the i think 150th anniversary the maid of the mist which is like a little boat that brings you right up to the falls and then just comes back but he's jazzed about this so he gives grace a call lets her know you know what i'm probably gonna get anchor this is it this is the next step for me very foolishly, because nothing's been given. Yeah, there to indicate was no that. hint that he was getting that. His boss, by the way, played by Philip Baker Hall, of course, um, aka you know the the the, the depressive, possibly pedophilic uh, talk show host in Magnolia. Yes, I mean, who else are you gonna <laughs> get to play an old rugged news director? I do like him. He's a yeah, character. he's amazing. Jack, of course, yeah, he's great. Uh, but. M- so live during this, uh, they're about to cut to him, but before they do, they the anchor, Susan Ortega, there's one Ortega. of these, uh, her co-anchor is retiring, and they're looking for a new position. They give it to Evan on air right before he goes live. They even like, take the time to be like, well, uh, Bruce Nolan is standing by at Niagara Falls, but before we do that, Evan... <laughs> yeah gets the job gets the job and so they cut back to Bruce and he has a freak out yeah he's first frozen with just complete anger and, yeah. and everyone's about oh we should pull pull the plug but he pulls it together just for a second to be like oh he Evan what is he backstabber called? bastard backstabber, uh, yeah um, he goes on this whole thing he, about how other people get opportunities that he deserves. Yeah, and you know he's yelling at the owner of the maid of the mist and this old woman who like he's supposed to be interviewing, <laughs> yeah. and signs off with a great "back to you, fuckers." You know what? That's a solid use of the word "fuck" in a PG thirteen movie. You PG-13 get one f word in a PG thirteen movie, and you know what? I think that was the best place for it. And it's especially kind of insidious due to the fact that. Evan uses, you know, some of the lines from Bruce's like cookie package about Oh yeah, oh, that's the, right. The city's like a recipe with a few nuts and all this shit he goes and, and he's Susan just Ortega with Yeah, Susan Ortega is like crying. She's like that was beautiful, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Bruce gets fired for calling them fuckers. Sure. And... <laughs> Whatever. Snowflake Media. <laughs> oh man. But and again, so he's thrown out on his ass. As he's leaving, he, again more bad luck. He runs into there's almost this homeless guy who keeps getting who keeps getting shots. Yeah, he holds up like cardboard signs. Cardboard signs that are like the end is nigh and stuff like that. Um, he's getting picked on by this terrible buffalo <laughs> hoodlums. <laughs> hoodlums like, yeah, some yeah. gang. Yeah, some like Hispanic buffalo gang. <laughs> And it's got the guy, the lead guy plays the exact same gangbang character in every 30 movies at least, yeah. dude. Training day, like every movie. Oh yeah, he's, he's, the, he's same all over the place. Um, oh, Evan stands he gets up. gets one of my favorite I laughs keep calling later him, on. Come yeah, on, stop keep thinking of it Almighty. I know, it's the best movie ever. Uh, <laughs> Bruce sticks up for the homeless man and uh, ends up getting beat up for his efforts. <laughs> Stomp him down and they key hero into his car. Yeah, and the thing is, like, he'd have gotten away with it too because they see him and they're like, hey, let's like let's you know Gosh. we don't want any trouble and they go away and he's like yeah you better run they're like oh, okay well fuck you <laughs> exactly dude hoodlums yeah. harassing homeless heroes absolutely that's a good name for a band yeah hoodlums harassing homeless, homeless heroes, heroes. It yeah. sounds more like an album <laughs> ep um but yeah so he gets beat up and again he does this whole martyr routine at home where he's like Oh my God! It comes God out of nowhere it, dude. too. Yeah, yeah. Then he turns to like God and blaming God for yeah, every, because, all his problems. like prior to this, he hasn't really been like anti-God. He's just like, ah, my life sucks. But he's never like specifically never called mentioned out God. God. He himself. This time, every other third word at him is like yeah. a metaphor for how God's fucking him. Yeah, God's like a little kid with an ant with a magnifying glass, and I'm an ant. Yeah, smite me, oh mighty Smiter. <laughs> yeah. But he go after basically berating Jennifer Aniston like I'm sick of having a mediocre life, an apartment, and job, and she's like, "You think we have a mediocre life? Fuck you, dude! Like, it's always about you." Yeah, and so he does the mature thing and he storms out. Yeah, I'll have a side order of guilt. <laughs> yeah, and so he's seething in the car, still talking to God like, "Wow, you're a fuck, you're a fuck, I hate you, God." And he uses the prayer beads that she gave him from before. Yeah, he's like, "Show me a sign, show me what to do, tell me what to do." Um, he hits a pole. Yeah, and this is after literal signs have stopped him—caution signs and everything. Yeah, this like don't go in. Fate any trying to intervene. Yeah, yeah. But he keeps going, crashes into a pole, and at this point, he throws the prayer beads into the the ocean and curses God once more. Makes sense. <laughs> yep. And then what is it? The next day. The next. Well, so while he's standing there, his pager goes off. He doesn't oh, recognize yep. the number. It's five 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 zero one two three, which is a great fake. Cell phone number, solid fake number. Yeah, f- f- solid fake number. Also uh, pagers. Yeah, oh, pagers. That age. What a useless technology! Oh I know. That's so dumb. Anyway, uh, he wakes up the next day and the pager's still going off, and his life is still pretty shitty. He's jobless. His dog keeps peeing all over the place. He throws the pager out the window. It's it gets destroyed. Yeah, it gets run over by a car. Like hits what a wall. Yeah, great throw. Great arm. He goes outside after his dog once again, yeah, pisses on the furniture and it's still going off. Yeah, so something mystical and magical is clearly afoot. So he calls the number and it's a very specific message about, like, hey, hate your life, hate your job. Did the guy at work get a promotion that you deserve? Call us, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what would you do if that was the scenario? Would you go? Yeah, absolutely. I'd go. <laughs> I wouldn't think to, twice yeah, about it. I'd be say, like, I would what? Go okay. So he arrives at this warehouse, and uh, again, more bad luck on the way in, steps in a giant puddle, soaks his leg, and when he gets inside, everything's white, and it's completely empty, except for a little sign that all of the rooms are on the same exact floor. except, Except for the janitor yes who is played by morgan, morgan freeman. freeman at the time we don't know it's god but we do know it's god because god is morgan freeman in this movie and he's wearing a yankees hat i was that was the first thing you pointed out because you know what god loves the yankees <laughs> so go yankees he sends him up to the seventh floor um after bruce gives him some shit about like oh yeah i'll help you out when i get done sure actually you know what i'm actually free on the seventh at seven i also just thought of something too what's we that? were talking about how god loves the yankees sure yeah there's a pretty common running joke in buffalo that god hates buffalo okay so i just think it's kind of a funny like "Ah, god hates buffalo Zach, these there are moments in life that i look at you and i think i fucking hate this guy and i wish we didn't do this podcast and i wish i wasn't here right at this moment this isn't one of those moments that was a funny joke and i think you're my friend that's it for nostalgia be damned That's it. That's the end. I just wanted to localize it a little bit because we talk about Maine all the time. <laughs> Come on. Fucking calm Maine's it down. So cool. All right. Yeah, Suck Maine's, that no, back Maine's, in. Maine's the best. I mean, whatever. God you know, damn no. it. Fucking one movie in Buffalo. What are you talking about? Steven, we get no movies. Every Stephen oh, yeah, King movie. Shot here. Have oh. we done any Stephen King movies, dude? Have we? No, we haven't. <laughs> we got to remedy that. Mr. Marsh, Mr. Marsh. don't get us on that. All right, so yeah, he sends him upstairs to the seventh floor. Jumanji was in Maine. What would you know? Oh, God damn it. Casper was (laughs) in Maine. Wouldn't you know it that uh, Morgan Freeman is also the electrician. He comes downstairs, comes down the ladder and whatnot after turning on this bright, giant-ass light. Heaven, maybe. (laughs) Probably. But anyway, yeah, he takes off all his shit, all his overalls. He's wearing a gorgeous white suit. Yeah. And he tells him that he's God. And you know he does the whole like oh, how many fingers am I holding up? And he changes the amount of fingers on his hand. And the whole he file cabinet game. Yeah, the whole file cabinet. This gag. is every thought and everything you've ever said. Yeah, it's like. really just a long scene to prove that he's God. And he basically tells him, "Hey, you've been complaining a lot, and fuck you. Yeah, like, my job's a difficult. <laughs> pretty intimidating." presence. Morgan Holy Freeman, shit. If, if all of this had just happened and this guy was proving to me that he was God and then he just came up to me with this death stare, his Morgan Freeman death stare. He's like, you've been talking a lot of shit about me. Frankly, I'm sick of it. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It gives you chills. I'm shitting my pants. But
1: basically, that's for unrelated
0: reasons. <laughs> basically, I'm very sick. He tells him that, you know, as soon as he leaves his, this building, he'll be endowed with his powers. You can get my job if you think I'm doing such a bad, you know, go at it yeah and so he leaves the building because he's fucking terrified and i understand that steps on top of that puddle it does doesn't even realize it Yeah, doesn't even realize he's like yeah no whatever gets in his car it won't start and he just screams at it start and the car starts dude oh Oh, little things but some some powers foot. so he drives away i forgot what Happens, but he, he's panicking essentially. He pulls into the diner. Oh, no, no, he there's that oh, weird ass right. clint. Oh, Eastwood. yeah. For the third thing or like third or fourth thing to be like, you know, he's got powers, it's such a weird thing. He, he like does. looks, yeah, he's, he's like, like, if I'm God, I must be Clint Eastwood. Then like someone shoots out his window. If and that he guy looks was in the a rear guy. view and he sees like, <laughs> does the whole like Clint Eastwood gag. Yeah, he's in like Dirty Harry monologue. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets out of the car holding a gun and then it's just very strange to be like, all right, this is how we're proving he's God. He panics. He goes into the diner and and this woman brings him like tomato soup, and he's like making the sugar and the cream for his coffee move without touching them. Yep. And then he parts the soup like the Red Sea. <laughs> kind it? of a funny little bit. It was yeah. actually, but it was in the trailer, so the joke was kind of ruined at the time. But you know, fresh eyes—that's a funny joke. <laughs> it is. It is. But God takes him. Uh, Morgan Freeman shows up, and he's like, "Let me, you know, let's take a take a walk." And they're chatting on the sea. This is one of the- I was going to say, they're chatting CGI in front of a green screen. Yeah, CGI you shots. You know, it's not terrible, but it's it's clearly it's clearly a green screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, they're walking on the water, and he basically tells them the rules. You can't tell anyone that you're God, and you cannot affect, affect, what, free will? You can't- You can't tell anyone that you're God because you don't want that fucking mess, and you cannot affect someone's free will. Let's say, hypothetically, your girlfriend breaks up with you. You can't make her fall in love with you. Well, that won't happen. That won't happen. Let's see what does happen, though. As God's like, you know what? I'm going on vacation. Walks away, and then we get a fucking... Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I've got the power. little powers montage, yep. dude. Great montage of him, you know, blowing up a fire hydrant. Because that's the first thing I'd do if I was God. Oh, blowing up a woman's yep, skirt? blowing up a Seen woman's skirt cheeks. to see her butt cheeks. Not saying I would do that. Classic carry. Classic and then, uh, you he know, changes his that. clothes. Yeah, he changes his clothes. He stumbles upon that same gang of hoodlums. And this, dude, this is a genuine laugh because it's so stupid or whatever. I mean, you know, that guy's typecast is a Hispanic for a hoodlum, But he's really funny. He sells it. Yeah. No, um, but he, so when he does this whole thing... <laughs> Sorry, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. But he basically, I'm like kind of getting mad at you for <laughs> laughing at it this much. Like it was funny, but it wasn't that funny. Well, because I don't even remember how it comes up. But he's basically like, if you're whatever, oh, that'll happen the oh, day a monkey comes. Because he wanted my an butt. apology. That's right. Yeah. For he's yes. like, oh, you want an apology? How about you'll get it the day a monkey comes out my <laughs> he's butt? Like, well, what a coincidence! Because that's today. And then the. <laughs> And then we get the first cast reuniting cool. with the monkey from Friends. That's right. Cool, dude. Yeah. Well, she's not in the scene. No. So it, that's not a re I, mean, I don't even know if it was the monkey I don't think Friends. it was. Probably not. It looks like the one from Ace Ventura, actually. When Nature Calls. Any who's a dater. I love the guy's reaction. And then, yeah, a monkey crawls out his ass. Yep. And then, and then he sends bees after the other guys. And then he's like, run along. Is bees are locusts? Locusts. I don't know. might have been bees. I thought it was locusts. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? How are but you doing, send a little anal-dwelling butt monkey? Yep, <laughs> he he sends, sends it back home. Yep, sends the monkey right back into its butt, which is <laughs> funny and so disturbing. Very problematic. Every single one of these scenarios, if you start to think about it... Oh, well, it gets... Wow. ...nuts because Dark. he goes back home and he sees Grace and he's like, hey, like maybe we should go fuck. Yeah, he uses his powers to try to woo her. And he does the weird thing. He puts a, he throws a lasso around the moon. Yep. Ha ha ha. I throw a lasso around the moon. It's a reference. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Yeah, no, I you gotcha. know, but he Jimmy pulls Stewart. the moon closer. Jesus Christ. And you know, no one thinks about it because it's a comedy. We'll get to it. But no one is thinking about yeah, the they implications. Yeah, but they gloss over those yeah. implications too. Yeah, they do. Pulls... The moon super close And then like Gives her like Orgasms from the other yeah, room like Hollow Man style Or yeah. something They're invisible I don't know if there's consent It's tough to say They have Ravenous sex Which I understand Hey that's gonna be On everyone's top of the list Like what can I do as God With these things Yeah that's obviously bestowed upon me and you That's the first thing Anybody does Man, woman It doesn't matter Or child Or or do- Wait hang on a Come second Come on dude <laughs> I didn't mean to bring a felony Into it I didn't mean like that Ugh <sighs> My mom listens to this. <laughs> Annie Hoozy Daisy. Oh gosh! But yeah, so they have some great sex. The next morning on the TV, yeah, they're like, "This strange ass lunar activities caused a goddamn tsunami and yeah, wiped country. out a country." <laughs> yeah, and that's when you realize, oh, this oh, movie shit. actually has stakes, which I gotta say I appreciate because it's so easy for a movie like this to not have any sort of stake. Sure. You could just, like, pull the moon close to the earth, fuck up gravity, and, like, that's it. Mm -hmm. And just be like, you know, whatever. I'm God. I don't care. Like, enjoy Jim Carrey walking around being goofy. No, this movie, like, holds everything they do accountable. And I think it's kind of cool for a comedy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But also, at the same time, it doesn't matter at all. Because oh, no. He, no one, like, you know what I mean? Like, one, no one ever finds out about any of this activity. And two, he gets away with everything. And, and technically, yeah, they just completely yeah, gloss at over one point, everything. At one point, towards the tail end of this movie, they just go, well, that ends all the craziness. No one was hurt. <laughs> They I don't, say, believe, you. Yeah, exactly. I don't anyway, believe you. They say that, exactly. But anyway, he's you know he's continuing to enjoy being God. He's made Jennifer Aniston's boobs bigger. Oh, that's he's right. Making he's making his making his dog, dog take a piss, like, take a a piss human. like a human in the toilet. Which it's, again, is that affecting free will? I see. Is that forcing said, the dog to take a piss like? I that? I brought that up during the movie. You did holes more holes I brought not, I'm not saying that Shia there's LaBeouf. holes in this movie I'm saying yeah. I brought it up during the movie holes Well we was watched watching, <laughs> yeah I was watching holes I'm <laughs> like wait it a minute holes that's a movie we could do too That is a movie a Shia we LaBeouf could LaBeouf do did. but every time I watch it I think about him affecting the free will of the dog God and Bruce no, Almighty No you don't that doesn't make any I'm sense I'm just letting you know the same year, though, I'm just letting you know that's what's going to happen if we watch it <laughs> God Damn it But Stay the tuned. next <laughs> the next morning he starts to hear voices and we've come to find out that these are all people's prayers coming in. Yeah. Um, so he ignores it like any. He does. And this is one of the few kind do. of problems I do have with the movie. This this is purely used as like a plot point whenever they need to address it. Like there's no there's no thing he does to get rid of the voices at first. They just go away and come and go when when the plot needs them to. Yeah. Like I feel it would have been better if they, one, either address this earlier or there's some sort of. Ramifications, because really, it almost, it's just like him shouting for one scene. That's yeah. About it. it almost felt like they were just like, you know what? Let him have his fun for a while. We'll sow the seed. Yeah, sure. And I, I, I understand. You know, whatever. But so he turns his shitty car into a nice car. He's still having fun as God. He goes and uses his God powers to get his job back by like <laughs> this, this. Okay, this, this I was funny. I did not understand it as a kid. I understand it as an adult. It's way funnier now. Um, he's at like a police training thing and he sees like a, a rival news station and they're like, Hey, you're the guy that lost his shit at Niagara falls. Like that sucks for you. What are you doing here? He's like, Oh, just getting a big story or something like that. He's like, well, this is a bullshit story. Like, good luck with that. Um, the canine dog that they're training runs over and starts digging a hole. It turns out to be the body of Jimmy Hoffa, <laughs> buried with fucking okay, <laughs> yeah, buried with dental record, his birth, birth certificate. certificate, yeah, and like he locks the fucking uh, rival team rival out of yeah, out of their fucking. Out of their door and puts two hundred pounds <laughs> of marijuana in it to get him arrested. So, yeah, arrested, and yeah, you know, he gets this amazing live shot with the dog and everything as they're exhuming the body behind him of Jimmy Hoffa in the middle of Buffalo, New York. <laughs> this is great, it's probably where he's. But been. yeah, and he's obviously offered his job back when he when he goes back in, and then he becomes Mister Exclusive. There's this montage of him just getting. <laughs> Again, exclusive news story after news story. Again, I, I will admit, some of the genuine laughs I had in this movie surprised me because he's at like a Mark Twain chili cook-off, dressed as Mark Twain like with yeah. a very stern face and then he just makes a meteor hit outside <laughs> the chili <laughs> right cook-off. Right behind him, yeah. Right behind him and he's like, this should spice things up. Like, So he's using his powers to get these crazy stories and it's so effective that apparently other, <laughs> other news stations are reporting about him Can getting Can you imagine started? that? No way. Hey, no makes makes fucking no way. way. <laughs> Why would you do that? Our competitors and reporters are <laughs> so goddamn good, we can't keep up. I fucking recommend watching him. It sweeps. Does <laughs> this all happen in the span of a week? I think it might all happen in the it span of a week. Yeah, it all happens in the still span of a week. sweeps by the end of it, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, anyway... Yeah, the next scene, I think, is probably the funniest scene in the Easy, movie, the Hands funniest Down. Scene. And the funniest it's uh, scene. where Bruce sabotages Evan on the desk. So this is, I Dude. think, his first anchor read or one of his first days on the it's job. It's his first day on the job. And uh, I get... He, he does all this stuff where he first he starts affecting the the uh well, he like first, his, he, like, squeezes his, throat, his voice yeah. his, he squeezes his throat so that his voice is really super high pitched and silly wow. sounding. It's a really I, great performance from Steve if Carell. If you haven't seen it for whatever reason, I don't know why you're listening to this episode if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. Or just go watch it for a refresher. And uh he writes stuff in the prompter and Evan for some reason like anchorman styles it, just reads it. Ron Burgundy yeah. style, yeah, you yeah. cannot if it's on the prompter, he's reading if it If it's on the prompter, Ron will read it But again, I can't tell if he's reading it Or if Bruce is forcing the words out of his mouth Again, I, I it's can't free. Quite tell Does that fall under know. free will? I don't know There's lots I of holes know. in this movie Almost like the movie <laughs> damn it, Holes such a stupid... Where they dig holes Ugh. It's a great joke But the time Right of... into our Twitter <laughs> time... Nostalgia Damned <laughs> At Nostalgia Damned If that's a funny joke We want to hear your opinion <laughs> The timing of their voices, dude, is impeccable. Like the way that that whatever Bruce, uh, whatever Jim Carrey is like mumbling or whatever, that Steve Carell's matching it. Like it's great editing and it's just a really funny visual bit of him j- nonsense. Jim yeah, <laughs> I mean, it must have been impossible screen. to fucking film. It's a really good scene, but yeah. but, but pretty solid. That night. Uh, he tells Grace that they're going to this beautiful dinner and to expect, you know, the most romantic night of their lives. She, uh, rightly assumes, because they've been dating for five years and he's being super cool to her, yeah. that she he's going to pr- propose. Pop that question, yeah. Dude. Which you know seems like a good idea. Understandable. Understandable. And he should. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Absolutely and wonderful. It's been five years. You haven't locked it down, bud. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Do it. Dude. Come on. But instead, he gets down on one knee like an asshole and stretches out this very long, I got the anchor job. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, well, okay, man. And, and again, I'm at this point like, you've done nothing to help anyone else. Anyone, And and you're still kind of just an asshole. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she gets pretty mad at him, but then he starts hearing the voices again. It's very... Yeah, he starts shouting like a drug addict in here. Yeah. It's very sh- weird. Can you imagine? Him if just some, shouting at you? Yeah, some guy <laughs> I'm going to take a piss! And his girlfriend, who's clearly emotionally distraught, is like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. It's a bad night out, and that looked like an expensive restaurant. Yeah, but so uh he wants the noises to stop. He walks outside. God instantly transports him to another green screen um, where they say they're <laughs> on top of Mount Everest. <laughs> this is the thing that I was thinking the whole movie. Can he just teleport? I guess yeah. He has all the powers of God. He you why know, can't he teleport? Places? I was kind of waiting for our final thoughts for this, but I do have to just bring it up. He does remarkably little in the way of I have the power to do anything. Literally I want. anything. Literally anything he wants. He really doesn't do that much. Yes, not much at all. Yeah, it's shocking yeah. when you think about it. It really is. Um, but so on top of Mount Everest, God's like, oh, those are prayers. Like, he's you know you haven't helped a single person except for yourself piece of shit yeah and he's like well it's okay i'll i'll help the world and the god's like the world that's just downtown buffalo that's buffalo that's buffalo between 53rd and central Street." jesus you i don't know imagine. why he's yeah, now the switched guy back from into pet, pet cemetery. cemetery it's almost it's addictive yeah <laughs> it's like a drug yeah <laughs> <It> really is <laughs> See you in the corner of your room in the shadows, Mr. Mott. Jerking got, off. We gotta get the episode recorded, Brandon. Sometimes, that has better. <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> Jerking off, still? Your mom listens to this podcast. My right? mom listens yeah. to this podcast. Any who's a dater. But he tells him, you know, you gotta find a way to organize it all, but, like, I didn't want to give you more than you can, you know, handle and Yeah, Clearly, you can't handle it. Yeah, shit. so, like, figure it out. So, Jim Carrey does this goofy little montage of like, you know, how okay, am I going to organize? Yeah, it? how do I organize this? Because he wants the voices to stop at the least, so he puts them all in files. There's too many files. Then he's like, let's do post-it notes because what we need is smaller paper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> eventually he gets it into a goddamn email system. Yahweh. Yeah. Instead of Yahoo. Very solid. Uh, uh, you know, and this is another one of those things. Also, He's got you've power got of God. He's got all of God's powers. Yeah. Like also, you've got prayers reference. I'm not saying because that, it's the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I'm smarter than the screenwriters. I'm just saying that you've created a concept that you should be able to solve almost any problem instantaneously. He literally gave them one rule. The screenwriters gave him one rule that you can't like. F- a- a- affect free will. Yeah, Aladdin style. Keep and it you a can't sec- tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, keep it a secret and you-, you can't affect someone's free will. It just seems like this There's is so, so arbitrary endless- to do. Yeah. They left themselves open to do so much and they do nothing with it. Not a lot with it, but but even more frustrating, yeah, are these things that like He's worrying about internet speed and things about like loading the email. It's yeah, it takes him like What's an happening? hour to what? to load all of the prayers yeah. or something like that. It's like come God on. shouldn't need to depend on technology. That's what I am getting at. You know yeah, I mean? no, exactly. <laughs> and, like know. it's a minor complaint because I really I do find a lot of this funny, but like the the story itself, they just built the, themselves into a corner with this premise in in some respects. Yeah. I don't know. But so he he starts responding yes to every single prayer because he's like, holy hell, You know, dude. fuck it. I don't want to do the work. Yeah. And he's like, he literally says, this is going to take up my whole day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what a so he starts auto-responding yes to every prayer that's coming in. Can you imagine? I just, nothing wrong with that idea, right, dude? Oh, and that's just the Buffalo that's area, right? That's just the downtown Buffalo area. And again, they must have done that just to you know limit the fucking chaos and destruction that would yeah. that would happen yeah i know it's just how many people would be dead the consequences of it are so staggering <sighs> and again they don't really do much with it everyone's boss would be dead I, the biggest thing that happens is that you know everybody in buffalo wins the lottery yeah they like, everyone's dick grows yeah Everyone's dick grows Literally one guy's like I got taller Another woman's like (laughs) I lost 42 pounds Off the Krispy Kreme diet In a day? In a day Jesus Christ Lord in heaven You need to go to the hospital Yeah (laughs) Yeah something's wrong (laughs) Something's clearly not right So you know uh, They're throwing a party For his promotion there Stupid it's such a lavish, extravagant part, even for a news station. I don't care if you're Buffalo or not. Like, yeah. does this happen? It's like a mansion. It wouldn't happen in Buffalo. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, right? I, would, I was market, looking at, it, I'm like, what market is that? Mar- it's Market Fifty. <laughs> it's Market like Fifty One or something. This ain't like happening that. in Market Ten, dude. Yeah. This is such a beautiful place. But yeah, it's and it's all for Bruce. <laughs> Jesus, Lord in heaven. So, but he is doing, like, a kind of funny, like, he's got a pitcher of water, and he pours it into his glass, and it turns into wine, and they don't really say anything about it? No, yeah, there's a few really subtle, s- subtle jokes that they throw in here or there that if you're paying attention, like, again, that was one of them that I, I never even, like, paid attention to when I was a kid. I could have sworn there was a scene where they're like, hey, Bruce, we're out of, like, hors d'oeuvres or something like that, and he put, like... He, he opens up a drawer and there's, like, shrimp all over the place or something. I don't Maybe I'm just dreaming that or maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Maybe you're thinking of Evan Almighty. No, that wouldn't have happened in Evan Almighty. He didn't have the power of God in Evan Almighty, dude. He had the power of Noah? No, he was just tasked with building an ark. He oh, basically did. Awful. Yeah, that's the premise of that movie is God comes down he's like, hey, I'm going to flood the world again, build an ark. And he's like, uh, does okay. God give a reason? Uh, maybe at the end or something you know like what? that we need to watch Evan Almighty just to feel like we've really I mean why not we committed to the week of the other day holy shit we might have to do a bonus episode on the week of because fuck that movie such a good movie (laughs) <laughs> Best movie. When I say fuck that movie, dude, I mean I was so angered by that movie, dude. Nothing happens almost, in that film. Yeah, more so than the Ridiculous Six. Even though it's less racist somehow, and we, not by a lot. Again, I think we've said this before. <laughs> we've been hate watching. We been a hate lot. watching. Yeah, I love hate watching for some reason, which is probably why but we the, do we so many of the episodes. Just left here. us both silent, silent, and just like, what's? Like, I didn't even I, enjoy that hate watch. Was that boring. was angering? Anyway. Um, so while her at the Bruce, party, yeah. Yep. And he calls, he know, wills the dog to like yeah. convince Jennifer Aniston. He breaks to come one of her. the two rules of this movie and wills the dog to convince <laughs> Jennifer Aniston to come to the party because she's pissy at him, understandably. And so she comes down and while he's down there, Susan, Orte- Susan or- Ortega, Ortega, she takes advantage and she wants some kisses. She looks Phenomenal. She looks gorgeous. Phenomenal. And yeah, gives him quite the smooch. And he does the whole like, tries to stop her. And just at that happening, dude, who would walk by? Who, dude? It's Th- Grace. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Obviously, yeah. because it's the most obvious thing to write in uh, that Dude, scenario. this is, I've hated this cliche. Oh, maybe the most. Dude, so I hate this. Boring. I hate this so much. Whenever yeah. someone walks in on something right at the exact moment that they're not supposed to see something, dude. It's such a lazy writing tool just to piss me off yeah so after the lazy writing tool they she storms off in a huff And, uh, you know, he goes after and she seems to like she wants to break it off for real. Yeah, because he's like, what can I do? And she's like, you can go fuck yourself. Like, honestly, like I've been putting up with you for a long time. All you think of is yourself. You do nothing but complain when things are finally going right. You still don't even fucking do the right thing. Fuck you. So she takes off and understandably. And that's when we get the like another montage. (laughs) Yeah. Well, first, you know, he clears out the party and God's like. You really fucked this up, Bruce. You're not doing a good job. And he's like, "Yeah, easy, is it? Yeah, I know. Thanks. Great. (laughs) Like the, I like that sounds like the lesson moment because I thought for a while that he lost his powers, but I guess not because he he goes through this. Well, but but again, I just want to bring up another question. Is is God? God claims to be taking a vacation or whatever. He's not. Okay, he's not right. He's he's taking care of everything else except for Buffalo, and still managing to fucking put up with this douchebag's bullshit. Man, yeah, what a companion piece it would be to see what God's doing in the meantime. Yeah, no, it would be kind of cool, just like a B story or something like that. Yeah, or a B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) With Jerry Seinfeld, (laughs) Oh Elba, ugh, what a terrible movie. Talk about a lot of holes. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Ugh. So anyway, we do get this creepy montage, though, of him... Yeah, using his powers to woo her back. She goes outside and it says, like, Bruce and Grace written forever, and, and, like, and carved ever, into a tree forever. Yeah, and, and he's ever. fucking carved up 60 trees on this block. Yeah, she doesn't know that he's he got powers. Yeah, he yes, can't tell anyone. So, what you just have to assume, if you're looking from her vantage point, is that my psycho ex boyfriend came through on a route that he knew I was going to walk down and carved his and my name into 60 trees what a fucking psychopath <laughs> then she has to walk into a diner to order some food or order a coffee or whatever and on the goddamn screen is an infomercial for some for like a, a best album. of album <laughs> yeah where all of the songs have bruce's name in them and then he's he's even like on the album art yeah. too Oh my what, god Call took, Forgive him He took out an ad What is this guy thinking Yeah and he played <laughs> it On uh, so many television stations In the hope that I might Pass by this diner At this specific moment Yeah but then she starts To see impossible things In the sky Like them kissing And yep. it turns into A heart cloud And then the fucking Geese come through And they're like Call what? him Yeah they, instead of Flying <laughs> I not fucking call him Like she's going She must go fucking crazy Well no so he's there He's at work She doesn't even call him He just shows up Oh that's right What a presumptuous asshole. He is a fucking psycho. But yeah, and then again, he even literally begs her and tries to will her to fall back in love with him when when she's like, I'm sorry, I did love you very much, but like... Not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. And she walks away. The reason he's there to see Grace other than to win her back is to be like, I'm anchoring my first show tonight. That's right. And while... He's anchoring his show Chaos is absolutely raining in the city of fucking Buffalo That's Because right. over oh, yeah, 150,000 yeah. people have won the lottery Which means they're not getting paid money Yeah, 17 bucks I think is what one person won Yeah, the the Buffalo Sabres have won the Stanley Cup for the first time in history And previous to this we've just been sh- shown like news reports of people predicting the end of time Yeah, doomsday and, and so naturally I think fair enough the city of Buffalo is rioting Yeah Like, right outside their station, they keep losing power because of the meteor. Because, oh, you think the meteor didn't have an impact? obviously it had an impact he fucking made a meteor land yeah. outside the city of popola but jim carrey just keeps kind of like clapping his hands and the power keeps coming on so we can continue his newscast but they break away to go to the sabers and he again selfishly because he wants to be on Ruins the, air the so sports bad, guy's live sabotages shot. sabotages that guy's live shot then comes back to i gotta tell the you the, the fucking thing dude the sabers won the stanley cup nothing else would be said in that <laughs> the, the city could be rioting outside and they're like we don't care but it's, it's, again, his character still, at this point, is still just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, God fuck you, it. this is my moment. Yeah. But, like, that's when he realizes it in the middle of his newscast. But and I don't know what that's clicks here. Nothing clicks here. He just yeah. all of a sudden stops, and then he's like, oh, it's the biggest news. They're like, they're rioting outside. You gotta address this, and yeah, he stops. Yeah, he just, like, tells him, reason. he's like cut in the cities outside riding outside our station like you have to say something. He's like it's the biggest news story in years and I got to go. go and he just leaves the newscast. Yeah, what clicks here? That's what I yeah. There's nothing that it's indicates that like something like connects with him where he's like oh shit like I've ruined so many lives. Maybe we're meant to assume that he just realizes that he's fucked everything up and he's like I got to make it better. I guess. I don't know, but because all he does is he goes into the city and, like, sees the rioting. His Mr. Exclusive billboard burns yeah, to the it ground. Burns <laughs> to the ground, which is funny. Um, and some guy's like, Channel 7 blows! <laughs> um, so he goes to the building where he first met God yep, yep. and, you know, finds him. And this is when they do have that heart-to-heart that we were talking about. And he's like, miracles happen every day, you know. Appreciate the small stuff appreciate. and just try to be a good person or whatever. So the yeah. next day we yeah, we get a little Exactly. We can't answer I've every. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Helps a guy out with his car and Yeah, and he's not using his powers at all. Yes. He's just he's just doing good things as a good person. Trains his dog to take a piss correctly. He puts together that photo album that he had been putting aside for so long, yep. even though Jennifer Anderson has moved most of her shit out. Now yep. living with her sister, I believe, or her friend. Her sister, okay, I think. Sister, yeah. I mean. And you know, he gives the album to his sister and, and She says, Yo, uh before I go, I just want to let you know, Grace. Uh, she's she asks him, like, what do you do every night? She's like, she prays every single night for you, most nights. Yeah, most nights she's just praying for you. And so he goes to his Yahweh search Yep, and uh, looks up all the prayers she had, and it's true. All of her prayers are about him asking God to give him strength, to help him, you know, very unselfishly. And then he realizes that she's praying right now, so he goes outside of her bedroom, creepy first time he's using his fucking teleportation powers that he clearly has and never uses any yeah. time other time thank you yeah good thing he Floats got a outside car the though. window and this is what i'll say this this scene and i think the next couple like 5 6 minutes dude it's solid it's actually a solid little drama piece i know it's a little no it is it's a little it, over dramatic or i would say melodramatic it's a little corny it is it is but they're selling it i think they sell it it's jennifer good. aniston's doing a great job um we've mentioned that he's he can be a phenomenal actor when he wants to be <laughs> yeah but she she's inside and she's praying like i still love him but i don't, but love I, him I anymore. don't want to i don't want to can i forget about all this and this is when she's even just kind of being for the first time she's praying for herself because she's yeah, like i, I just, just want to be happy yeah. yeah i can't deal with this and he very uh, for the first time unselfishly realizes like holy shit like she'll be better off without me yeah like, i shouldn't be in her life so he uh he goes, Hearing this, he yeah, fucking he's lament- kills himself. Well, he's lamenting in the middle of, like, a road or something like it's that pouring. on his knees. It's pouring rain. It's very dramatic. And he's like, you win, God. And, like, you know, he's crying and everything. to your win. And he gets hit by a fucking truck. And when he gets up to heaven, he's like, am I dead? He's like, I mean, yeah. You can't lean down on the road and live to tell about it some. I mean, yeah. You fucking got hit by a truck. You were in the middle of the road. Of course you're what dead. What do you expect, dipshit? Yeah, so... But he's like, here, gives him the prayer beads, and he's like, use them. Yeah, I want you to pray to me right now. And this is great. So He does this first thing where he's like, I hope you feed the world, and everyone's happy, and he's like, oh, And God's like, hey, don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah, like, that's (laughs) nice if you want to be Miss America, but tell me what you really want. And he's like, grace, right? he's like, yeah, he's like, you want her back? And he says, Mm -hmm. no, I want her to be happy. I want her to find someone who's going to look at her the way you do through your eyes. Yeah. And, you know very christiany sort of ending to this movie but But, it's really but it makes sense dude it does and i think it's pretty solidly yeah it's a touching delivered it it? is a touching movie and kind of the payoff for this character who you fucking hate this whole movie yeah you don't feel bad for him like at any point in this film until right then when he's like i don't want sympathy i just want someone else to be happy well at that point yeah he's dead and he realizes that he could he could pray for something, maybe mm-hmm. even get her back, maybe be alive again. But he chooses to use his prayer, like on to help Grace to help move her. on. It's, it's a really good character yeah. moment. Yeah, okay. it is. Um, it's good. It's good. good. They really try to sell these uh, these these one liners, catchphrases. Yeah. yeah, like the B-E-A-utiful. and the. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. There's at one point when they're mopping the uh, the warehouse, Morgan Freeman's like, "All righty then." All right. Little callback, Ace it? Ventura. See, I didn't. Brr-brr-brr- I didn't realize that because I didn't care. You're not a venture ahead? No. Anyway, <laughs> um, so God sends him back to heaven because he's like, ah, just kidding, wake up, you're alive. Um, Boom, he wakes up in a hospital with fucking Grace's blood in his veins. Creepy. There's a lot of creepy <laughs> love things in this movie. Um, and, you know, Grace is like, I'm just happy you're alive, blah, blah, blah. They reconnect. He's got the prayer beads in his hand and he now looks up and he's off. like, now you're just showing off. And she goes, what? No, she should have. Instead, what are you saying? They're like, calling, yeah, like I didn't hear anything, but she should have. Yeah, obviously. So we cut back to a little while later. He's recovering. Like, his leg's still, like, broken or something like that because he's using a cane. Yep. But he's doing his old job where he's, like, you know, he's going he's live a from, a, from a yeah. blood drive. Uh, everybody who's ever been in this movie is behind them, and, you know, they're all laughing at his terrible news jokes. And then he takes, like, five seconds to be like, oh, also, this is my, like, future wife or whatever like stops the goddamn newscast yeah, okay bruce me. that's yeah, not we'll the get story 30, man come on that's not the story we've though. got a minute for this live shot <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to not... know what time to donate blood yeah you haven't interviewed anybody <laughs> you've just been hobbling around in your fucking crutches yeah. fucking bad reporter this job. is why you don't get anchor bruce exactly so um oh and by the way evan has been given the anchor back because he, oh, he reconciled right. yep, with he everybody he, yes. he reconciles with everybody gets his old job back. blah 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 um but so, you know, that's when he's like, all right, that's it. We're, we're all good. Like, we're in love again. The city of Buffalo... Rebuilt itself after the Great <laughs> Riots. Apparently, the Sabres still won the Stanley Cup, so that's cool. But everyone in that country with the tsunami is still dead. Yeah, everybody's dead. We've glossed over everything that went wrong. And then we get this terrible zoom into the, the homeless guy who's been holding up the signs the whole movie, and he like morphs, he's into, morphs into fucking Morgan Freeman. There was a better way to do that. Yes, there was. You could have. There's people walking around ignoring him. Have someone yes, walk like past cut, him yeah, and, he's there or and cut to Morgan Freeman smiling at the camera. It's really bad, uh, and then he claps off like that, and the movie ends. And then we get what I think are some of the worst bloopers I've ever seen. Dude, I asked halfway through, him, I was like, "Did they add a laugh track?" Because I can't like, obviously they're on a set with a lot of people, yeah, but there's no way he's getting uproarious laughter for all of these everything, shitty little outtakes. Yeah. Like, just he kicks off his shoes kind of funnily, and everyone's like. <laughs> He he the the you. man the love you. You're the fucking bad love You're the fucking bad dude. <laughs> yeah, no. It's yeah, I think they added a laugh track legitimately. Um I I mean, he's got to be a charismatic f- person to work oh, with. I'm on sure. The I'm set sure he's a blast. In a situation like that when he's not driving everybody psycho because he won't leave character. But and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yes. And Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I think he hated him. Um but uh yeah, just terrible outtakes. But that's it. That's Bruce Almighty, dude. What did you think? Man, I you know, not much I'd say has changed since my initial viewing, other than the fact that I've been thinking more about the ramifications of the plot and some of the stuff they gloss over. and, And I think you nailed it when... They just really kind of waste this premise. Mm-hmm. There's so, so much they could have done, and it's such a crackerjack idea that I think could well worked even better. But that being said, you know they do what they <laughs> they do have fun with it, and and Jim Carrey is really good in this role. However, I stop and think and wonder like what the movie would have been like with maybe someone more toned down like like maybe if this person's more like a Bill Murray Groundhog Day sarcastic level rather than right. the slapsticky stuff he's doing Cause I noticed when I was watching the movie it's like every scene like he's walking down the stairs at one point I remember and he's holding his belt and he's just doing something stupid like I'm ready for the day or whatever and I was just thinking like almost every scene he's mining every possible situation for co- comedy you know what I mean like he's stretching like yeah. in some parts and I wonder what someone more reserved and and more sarcastic would have done with the role, because I think that would have helped his arc towards the end as well. It kind of sounds like a lot of movies where he's the star, a lot of roles are written to him. Yes. And this one didn't necessarily feel that way. It kind of feels like a role that he could easily slide into. Yes. I feel like the, it could have been more dark, I guess, is the, yeah. what I was, what I was t- getting at. And I understand they're really trying to make this a broad Movie, So I get the appeal. I mean, it got me into the theaters as a kid. For sure. And again, Jim Carrey's good. I think Jennifer Aniston's pretty solid and she's not given much to do, but her character isn't, I would say, uh, the, the the naggy wife character that they give these, oh, these characters the for the most part. Oh, she's the most sympathetic, yes. you're ruining my life girlfriend You really ever. root for her much more than his character for the most part. And yeah. Morgan Freeman is my favorite part of the movie. I think he's the best cast and... You know, it's it's fine. This it, is a funny movie. I wouldn't say that it's one of the best of uh, the, the 2000s, and I also wouldn't say it's one of his best either. No. And again, this might be different for you just because you weren't a fan of a lot of his filmography. <laughs> That's true. But... Uh, I think for it's a it's a solid big budget kind of blockbustery comedy that we don't get a lot of eighty million dollar budgeted comedies nowadays, right. really. That's true. So I'll give it what did it say, a 49 percent on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm gonna give it a I'll give it a sixty. I think it's just positive. Barely positive, but but it's a positive movie. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I mean you you nailed it on a lot of those. It's it's a movie that well. Pretty much inoffensive for the most part. You know, it's it's a pretty broad comedy. A couple of good laughs, a couple of really not good laughs. You know, <laughs> there are some jokes that miss. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's a movie that I wouldn't say you wasted time watching, but your life didn't change either from it. And it, and it is partly just because it feels fairly lacking for a movie about the a man with the possibility to do anything that he wants. Literally anything that he wants, it's kind of boring. Mm. And and just, you know, you expect more out of a movie premise like that. Um the performances are fine, the script is fine. I didn't really think there was like a lot wrong with it technically as a movie other than it just felt like I don't know, a little underwhelming for me. So um, you know, and, and like you said, I, I definitely do have a different opinion of Carrie. Yeah. Um, But I think this is, you know, not a terrible job by him. It's not his funniest, obviously, but it's not his worst either. And so I think I'm going to stick somewhere close to that. I'm going to give it a solid, you know, 55. Okay. I think it's better than 50. I'd lean towards it's a good movie more than I would it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's nothing to write home about it. I, you know, I didn't feel nostalgic watching it by any means. I think it's just a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's also got that weird early two thousand technology yeah. thing. So that's the only thing that really for me was like, oh, I remember the... The shitty old days with that, but for the most part, it's—I uh, would say—it's kind of a timeless premise. I and you know what, I, I tried to take out of the bias because I do have a bias because I'm—I'm I'm watching like all the landmarks in Buffalo. That's, I'm true like, too, that's yeah. right, I remember that, yeah. and I'm a big Buffalo Sabres fan, so that excites me. And just you know, that's a real Buffalo news channel, so I try and take myself geographically out of that movie. And it's still—it's a fine movie. It's just you know, it's—it's it's fine. I wonder how sacrilegious this is. Oh it's like bad. for some like very religious folks who It's yeah, bad. I bet this was like boycotted much like dogma and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah probably. I mean you're These giving movies are. you're giving a man the power of God which I think, you know, you're not supposed to compare yourself to God. Yeah. I mean god at least at they're not having like Morgan Freeman fart or stuff like that. Right. You know yeah, I mean? no Morgan Freeman's character with Morgan with Freeman some. is a very respectable god, but the idea that, you know, you know a man with god's powers is going around lifting up women's skirts and <laughs> yeah getting himself into a f- you know shoving monkeys up hoodlum's ass <laughs> i think that's where the sacrilege comes oh, in man. that people the are monkey like Let's maybe not alone got it to 60 <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> Where would it have been I without the butt monkey say. joke? Without the butt monkey joke, dude, I walk. <laughs> oh wow! And I'm this, yeah. This Straight is kind up. of one of those. Uh, you know, I I knew it wasn't going to be a terrible movie, but yeah. it's but it's kind of a sad. Uh, for this for this show, I, I kind of dislike doing movies like this where it's like, meh. Yeah, nothing crazy, bad, weird about it. And but you know what? Wasn't, one it of the didn't things didn't blow me away. We we often talk about runtime on this movie too. I think it's a perfect run. That's time. true. Yes, it is a perfect runtime. If moves. this movie had been any longer. I'd say it drags. Because it, it does, towards the end, you're like, okay, like I feel like you've had your all's lost moment yeah. like three times where's now. Where's Susan Ortega? Yeah, where's Susan Ortega? Ortega. Ortega. But yeah, so that's Bruce Almighty. Very happy that we got that one done because it's just kind of like a relaxing. We have to apologize. This episode did come a week tardy. Things happen in our lives. We're we, gonna... Yeah, we sincerely apologize. Yeah, things happen. But we've got such... Uh, good movie selections coming up. Yeah, that we have a you great. You won't be. <laughs> you know, you, you won't be disappointed. Honestly, right? you know, sometimes we need a break. Sometimes you probably need a break from us too. <laughs> Understandable. So to we're assholes. yeah, we're dicks. We get it. <laughs> Oh man, next week though. Mm-hmm. So you got this pick. I got next week's pick. I am very oh excited Lord. to finally be able to cover 2003s. By the way, we'll we'll dip out of the 2000s for a while. We'll go back to the 90s for the next few episodes next But uh 2003s, Freddy versus Jason. Now, this was one of our higher voted movies back when we did our Halloween poll. It mm-hmm. didn't it didn't quite hit the top, but people requested this, all it right? It came in a solid third. <laughs> Third out of four, <laughs> you know we'll probably do Sleepy Hollow someday too. So, <laughs> <laughs> actually, for a while it was like tied with it was Sleepy for, Hollow. For one of them. Shut up, dude. <laughs> either, way, either I'm way. just letting you know. Two titans of 80s and <laughs> 90s horror cinema. I am excited to finally met tackle in the them. 2000s. They met in the 2000s. This is a movie with you know a famous history of of 20 years of development hell for, before they finally found a script that worked to bring this to... You know, movie characters together, not to mention the rights alone to secure them. The spectacle of the behind the scenes stuff, I think, alone makes this kind of a fun movie oh, to cover. It's going to be a fun, a blasty blast. Yeah. I'm excited to yeah, check it'll it be out. Fun. So you can check out that episode when it drops or any episode by looking us up on iTunes at Nostalgia Be Damned. You can also check us out at nbd.podbean.com, our originally hosted site. Every episode is posted there. Drop us a like and a a comment if you want to let us know uh, anything, if you have an opinion on our terrible opinions. Yeah, please subscribe as well. Write a review on iTunes if you've got a quick minute. It really helps us get the word out about the show. And most importantly, just tell a friend. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter to at nostalgia damned i tried to change the twitter handle turns out everything was taken so bruh, bruh. <laughs> until we can think of something for the love of god <laughs> anything uh, we're gonna remain at nostalgia damned follow us on twitter and write in what you think a better twitter handle please do that's available would be or if you happen to be listening to the you happen to be the <laughs> people have who have the handle we NBD want nbd pod Maybe get in contact I was with saying, us. We about might be maybe willing to like swabby. sending you a check for five bucks. Maybe, maybe we'll negotiate. And that is it. not binding whatsoever. No, and I went to Harvard for law, so <laughs> I know what binds and what doesn't. Oh, you remember those bits, dude? What bits? Dude? <laughs> York. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. some we'll answer up. all. I was going to say, someday we'll look back on those. And uh, Meanwhile, yeah, write us uh, any questions you got. Any yeah, recommendations, please. please. Nostalgia Damned. Nostalgia Be Damned Pod. No, nope, Nostalgia Damned. Nostalgia oh, Damned the, pod. Oh, you What's mean the, the fucking the, the, the website? email, dude? Oh, God. We've got so many goddamn things now. <laughs> nostalgia We're on Facebook, too. <laughs> nostalgia at Nostalgia Be Damned be pod. damned Pod. Yes. Nostalgia be damned NostalgiaBeDamnedPod at gmail.com. We got our shit together. (laughs) We're really good at this. Thanks, everybody, for listening. (laughs) Have a good night. Peace.